to Working for Women, the Independent Women's Forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. Hello, I'm Carrie Lucas, president of Independent Women's Forum. Welcome to IWF's Working for Women podcast. I'm thrilled to be joined today by Senator Deb Fisher from Nebraska. Senator, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you, Carrie. It's my pleasure. Great. Well, I'm really excited to have a chance to talk to you about an issue that's so important to so many Americans. That's balancing work and family life, and especially paid leave. Um, as you know, there are a growing number of families who are headed by single parents and families who have two parents who are working. Um, and not only are our workers often trying to balance work obligations with caring for kids, but also caring for aging parents. And that's a, a real issue for many working Americans. So, Senator, I just want to hear, how is, is it that you kind of approach this issue? Well, I agree with you. It's being able to balance everything in our lives and to be able to have a paid family leave program that not only helps employees, but helps those small family businesses uh, in, in offering that. I think it's going to make life easier. You know, people are getting squeezed all the time. It's a juggling act. Uh, you mentioned to be able to take care of your kids, to take them to the doctor, uh, to care for aging parents. Uh, that's all part of uh, the life schedule that we have now. And being able to handle all those responsibilities, um, it'd be nice to be able to have a paid family leave program that's not going to burden family businesses, but it's going to make life easier for employees. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. So I'm hoping to get into a few specifics. I know that rather than mandating that all businesses you know, must provide a certain set, um, amount of, of leave, um, you're, you've been focusing on trying to make it easier for businesses to offer this benefit to, to, fam to, to families and workers. Now, how exactly would your legislation do that? Well, exactly. I think it is important that we incentivize employers to do this. And my bill uh, is targeting small businesses. It's small, those small family businesses where maybe you have three employees, maybe you have 10, maybe you have 20, and you'd really like to be able to offer paid family leave, but it's not going to work in the budget of your small business. You're not going to be able to do that. So we have, um, under this bill, a pilot program, a two-year pilot program that would uh, really have a carrot out there for these businesses to offer uh, their employees who make $72,000 or less uh, the ability to have this paid family leave where they can take off an hour or two uh, to take their child to a doctor, where... Um, they're able to care for aging parents if an emergency arises. And again, it's, it's targeted for small businesses, but it's also targeted for those hourly uh, workers, the, the people who don't have that paid family leave now. We all know that large corporations, large businesses provide uh, paid family leave to their employees. In many ways, it's easier for them to do so. They have the resources that they can do it. But we want to we make sure that, that all employees are able to take advantage of this. Well, that's a, yeah, that's a, it's really interesting. It is, it is, you're right. I mean, you look at some of the numbers, there are the big companies um, are overwhelmingly already trying to provide this, but it is it's a sacrifice for a lot of, of small businesses. But I'm sure that there's some listeners out there who are wondering, you know, why not just make it a rule that all businesses have to provide leave? Can you explain you know, why you didn't take that approach? 
Well, there was a Pew study that came out in March, and that study found that 87% of Americans favor my approach to to paid family leave. You know, the federal government can mandate a lot of things, but in many cases, it does put a burden on people. And if the federal government's going to mandate a policy, again, it's these small family businesses that have to pay for it. And in many cases, employees also have to help pay for it by um, paying a certain percentage of it. So I think while we look and see that paid leave is very popular, it's my approach that seems to get the highest percentage, the highest uh, approval rate of Americans because we we understand the um, burdens that are sometimes placed on not just employers but also on employees. I would like to take Carrie on on my bill. It's um, it's a pilot program that we're looking at now with the tax reform and tax cut bill that the Senate has, and it's a it's a two year pilot program, and I think that's really important. I want to make sure that what we're proposing is going to work. I want to make sure that uh, businesses will take advantage of it. The businesses that we're hoping. Uh, those small businesses to take advantage of it. But I really want to make sure that we have um, people who are really going to see a benefit from it. That's that's a, a main point here. Many times we have government programs that are put into place and there's no accountability at the end to know if they truly are meeting the mission, meeting the goals that were set out. So I think that's an important part of my bill as well. Absolutely. That, that is, that's interesting to hear because um, you're right that so often something is, is put in place and it's going to be like that in, in perpetuity, whether it, it does what we want it to or, or not. So that is, I, I'm, I'm saying that's a, a great feature um, to have. Included. Yeah, we want to. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, we want to we want to make sure that it works and that it works for families. Uh, that's the important thing here. We want to have a positive change in people's lives. Absolutely. You know, I know and when we talk about um, this, when we've looked at the government creating um, its own right, like regulating, whether that's um, creating a minimum wage or raising the minimum wage or other um, mandates, that sometimes it backfires on employees because it prices them out of the marketplace. There are a lot of, of employers who just, it's, you know, it's hard, to, it's hard to meet the employment costs. Um, and I was wondering if that was something you were concerned about and even especially um, you know, some of the employers, um, I've seen studies before that suggest uh, that some employers recognize that if they are forced to provide mandated um, leave benefits, um, that it might make women less attractive employees. And so in, in places like Europe, where we always hear about all the upsides of their wonderful programs, I, I think that some people don't recognize that, yeah, except that a lot of women out there aren't getting the same job opportunities that we have here because employers um, don't want to have their employees disappear for, for six to nine months. So when you were thinking about this, um, this law and your approach, um, were you taking into account this idea that, that we didn't, you know, we wanted to make sure that women had the opportunity to um, work pigeonholed by anyone? Oh, definitely. You know, we we don't want that to happen. We want to make sure that we have a, a program that's going to be successful. And in order to be successful, it has to work for working women, but also working men as well. And so under this proposal, it's for maternity and paternity leave, uh, which I think uh, is recognized as a, as a must in this day yeah. and age. And so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased with it. And, and I, 
I always challenge the idea that the federal government should be mandating everything down uh, from the top here. Uh, we need to see things happen at the local level, happen at the state level. And there's many states that uh, have different family leave programs. Uh, those decisions should be made at the state level. I think it's um, um, a testament to that idea that one size doesn't fit all. You know, we are a big, diverse country. We have to make sure that we're going to have programs, again, that, that target um, certain um, populations, certain areas that we want to make sure that, that we uh, uh, see some positive results from. So, it, again, that's a reason I wanted it to be a pilot program, to make sure that we can get some data in to know if it's working the way uh, we hope it will work and before we try to expand. Well, that, that makes so much, so much sense. And it, it really is. It's, I'm, I appreciate that we all, and all the talk about workplace flexibility, sometimes the solutions that are coming out um, aren't flexible. You know, when you were pushing a one-size-fits-all solution and saying every business has to do it this way and it has to work this way for every family, um, you know, that's really, I think, kind of a, a mistake. And I really appreciate how your approach is preserving this concept of flexibility and recognizes that what works for one business might not work for another. So, um, so again, you know, I, I really want to thank you um, for taking the time to be with me today. Um, and to our listeners, thank you for joining us. For more information on this and many other topics, please come visit us at iwf.org, where all issues are women's issues. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media, or stop by iwf.org for similar content.